Welcome to the weekly Comic Web Old Time Radio Program podcast. We sell old time radio programs, Golden Age comics in PDF format, and we have other free podcasts. Visit comicweb.com for more information or find us on Facebook and iTunes. This week our podcast features three episodes of Dick Tracy. Each one is about 15 minutes long. The storyline is serialized, so unfortunately it ends on a bit of a cliffhanger. They first aired in February of 1938. Calling all adventure fans. Calling all Dick Tracy fans. Stand by. Dick Tracy is on the air. Once again, the makers of Quaker Puffed Wheat and Quaker Puffed Rice, those two nourishing, delicious cereals that are shot from guns, bring you another thrilling Dick Tracy adventure. Hear those big guns? They're making Puffed Wheat and Puffed Rice, those two delicious cereals that are shot from guns right in the Quaker plant to give you nourishing wheat and rice in their most digestible form. The wholesome, sun-ripened grains are actually exploded to eight times their normal size, and that makes them especially easy to digest, so thousands of boys and girls and grown-ups the country over can get the trigger-fast food energy they need to be as alert and strong as Dick Tracy is, quickly and easily. And you get it in two swell breakfasts that taste even better than they look, and boy, they look good. Mother and Dad enjoy puffed wheat and puffed rice, too, because they're so different from ordinary cereals. The plump, crisp, nut-like grains of goodness fairly melt in your mouth. So join that great happy family of thousands of puffed wheat and puffed rice fans. Ask Mother to get you some Quaker puffed wheat or Quaker puffed rice from the grocer. In our last episode, we learned how Dryden Small, the Egyptologist whom Dick Tracy had been trying to protect, was seriously wounded by Humi Batik, the man with the yellow face. Batik claimed that Small had stolen from the cult of Osiris a black pearl said to be the heart of the god of Osiris. Tracy, who had been shot in the leg while Batik was escaping, is trying to solve two problems. Where is Humi Batik, and where is the Black Pearl of Osiris? As we continue our story, we find ourselves at the pier where the SS Marvania has just docked. Tracy, Pat, and Junior have been watching the passengers disembark, trying to find Humi Batik, when suddenly... Well, I've got to hand it to you, Tracy. I would never have suspected that Humi Batik might be hiding in that mummy case. It would never have occurred to me. Well, we're not sure he's in there yet. He may not be, you know. Mm. Yeah, there's something to that. All right, boys, pry up that lid. Okay. Throw your gun, Pat, and stand ready. You may need us. Right. Well, we were wrong. The man with the yellow face isn't here. That's a mummy, all right, Dick. Yes, yes, so it is. Stand back, Junior. Just to be sure, Pat, I think... I think I'll put a bullet in it. No, no, Tracy. In the name of those tears, I command you, stop. Dick, it's not a mummy after all. It's Batik, the man with the yellow face. I recognize his voice. Yes, yes, and so do I. I rather suspected he'd be there. Unwind that sheet, boys. Okay. Come on, boys, come on. Hurry it up. Hurry it up. Come on, put it on the side there. Take the wrappings off his feet. Yeah, they're off now, Mr. Tracy. Thanks. Well, Batik, have you anything to say? What can I say, Mr. Tracy? You, you have captured me. I bow to you, sir. You had your duty to do as you saw it, Batik, and I had mine. If I was to be caught, I'm glad it was by you, Mr. Tracy. 
At least you understand and respect my purpose. One thing only do I regret. I did not find the black pearl of Osiris before you caught me. Take him to the tombs, Pat. Where are you going? Down to headquarters at once to see Dr. Goldman and get this bullet probed out of my leg. It's beginning to hurt pretty badly. Well, that hurts, I know, Tracy, but I'll have it in a few moments. Go ahead, Dr. Goldman. I can stand it. Gosh, Dick, does it hurt that bad? You sure can take it. Well, it could take almost anything, Junior, if you make up your mind to it. One moment now, Tracy. I believe I've got the bullet. Ah, uh, there, there it is. Peculiar-looking thing. Smallest bullet I've ever seen. Yes, I've never seen one quite like it. Cooper, the ballistics expert, would be very much interested in this bullet. Well, I'm very much interested myself. The ballistics department is right across the hall. Why don't you call Cooper in? I'd, I'd like him to take this bullet and examine it for markings. All right. Here, I'll put this temporary dressing on. Be back in a moment. That bullet came from Dryden Small's gun, didn't it, Dick? Yes, Junior. Peculiar little gun. Say, Dick, have you got any idea where the black pearl of Osiris can be? Not the slightest, Junior. But I've got to find it. You don't feel towards this batik fellow the way you do towards, well, towards criminals, do you, Dick? Well, he's wounded a man and must pay for it, Junior. He's a criminal, yes. But he, too, has certain rights. And I must do all in my power to recover for him and his people that which has been stolen from them. That black pearl is theirs. It's part of their religion. And I'm going to see that they get it back. Well, Tracy, I hear the dark has relieved you of a piece of lead. Didn't know you were going in for collecting them on your person. <laughs> uh, Cooper, come on in. Right. Yes, here it is. What do you think of it? Yeah. Queerest looking bullet I've ever seen. Like to add it to my collection, if you don't mind, Tracy. Not at all, Cooper. But I'd like to have a report on it first, if you don't mind. A sure thing. I'll analyze it this afternoon and give you my detailed findings by this evening. Thanks a lot, Cooper. Well, Doc, if you'll just bandage that leg up, I'll be getting down to the tombs. I want to have a talk with Humi Batik. Batik's in cell four, down this way, Mr. Tracy. Thank you. Come on, Junior. Yeah, right behind you, Dick. Hey, someone here to see you, Batik. I have no wish to see anyone. It's Tracy, Batik. Oh, Tracy, welcome. I... I'm afraid I cannot offer you a great deal in the way of comfort. Oh, that's quite all right. Comfort's a small matter. I do not believe I have met the young man with you. Oh, this is Junior. How do you do? How do you do, sir? I am glad to see, Mr. Tracy, that your leg has not been seriously injured. I, I have worried about it. You see, I am not really a criminal. I detest force in any shape, but it was necessary. Well... Fortunately, that pearl handle revolver belonging to Dryden Small was a toy and nothing more. Ah, yes, Small. How is he, Mr. Tracy? I have been worried about even him. He's in the hospital. He's been placed under arrest. and be removed to prison as soon as possible. And what of me, Mr. Tracy? Well, Batik, a board of inquiry is investigating your case now. Much as I understand your motives for what you did, despite the fact you say it was in self-defense, the machine of the law must take its course. I understand perfectly. I do not care what happens to me, so long as I know the Black Pearl of Osiris is safe. Have you... have you found it as yet? Not as yet. But since it was stolen from you, it's my duty to find it and return it if I can. The question is, once I've found the pearl, how can I return it to Egypt? I... I'm afraid you may not be in a position to take it yourself. <laughs> Quite right. Uh, however, there is a representative of the cult of Osiris here in America... He has been to visit me, and he is taking care of matters for me. 
Once the black pearl is found, he will carry it back to Egypt and to Osiris. I see. You know, Batik, for the life of me, I can't understand why Small stole that black pearl. It isn't valued that highly, in money at least. It has some monetary value, yes. But it has even a greater value to collectors of, uh, shall I say, curiosities. I see. Here in America, there is a group of men who make their living by stealing treasures. Treasures of art and other things, such as the black pearl. These men will stop at nothing to get that black pearl. And by the way, let me warn you against these treacherous forces if you should find the black pearl. From the moment you get the pearl in your possession, your life will be in danger. If these men are as powerful as you say they are, how did you intend to get the black pearl back to Egypt safely? And if I find the pearl, how will your friend hope to get it back safely? You see this ring on my finger, Mr. Tracy? Yes? Gee, that's a strange-looking ring. has a scab on top of it. Yes. This is the luck ring of Osiris. The luck ring? Yes. Wherever I am, whatever trouble I may be in, I have but to rub this ring, and Osiris will do what is best for me. You just rub the ring and you have good luck, huh? Precisely, my young friend. Then you placed complete confidence in this ring. You felt that it would protect the Black Pearl until you reached Egypt. Yes, I have every confidence in it, as should all who own one like it. But it is more than a ring of good luck, Mr. Tracy. Look. Gee, the top comes off. There's a secret compartment in the ring, huh? Ah, yes, a secret compartment made to fit the Black Pearl. I intended to put the pearl in there, seal the ring, and carry it back with me to Egypt in that manner. Hmm. Well, that would have been a very clever hiding place. Few people would suspect that that fascinating ring contained a secret compartment. Well, I'd like to have a ring like that. I could carry secret messages in it and everything. After you find the pearl, you will have to keep it with you a few days. A friend of mine will come to you for it. And so, here is my ring. Take it. Keep it with you always. I... I can only say thank you, Batik. I will continue the search for the Black Pearl. And I have a feeling I'm going to find it. And it's my hope that in a short time you will be able to return once again to your own country, to Egypt, and to Osiris. That is most kind of you, Mr. Tracy. Excuse me, Mr. Tracy. Yes? There's a phone call for you, sir. Oh, I'll be right there. Well, Batik, I'll see you again soon. And thank you for the Ring of Osiris. Remember the secret compartment. Remember also that wherever you are, whatever trouble you are in, you have a great friend in Osiris. A great friend worthy of great faith and capable of bringing you good luck at all times. Thanks again. Coming, Junior? Yeah, sure. Gee, that sure is a swell ring. Uh, this phone? Uh, yes, Mr. Tracy. Thanks. Hello? Hello, Tracy. Oh, hello, Cooper. What is it? Uh, Tracy, come down here to the Ballistics Bureau as fast as you can. But what is it? What's happened? Tracy, that bullet they took out of your leg is the most amazing bullet I've ever seen, in more ways than one. Uh, I can't talk on the phone, but for heaven's sake, get down here as fast as you can. What is Cooper of the Ballistics Bureau so excited about? Why does he want Dick Tracy to come down as fast as he can? Strange adventures await the great detective and his friends. But now it's time for the Dick Tracy Secret Service Patrol meeting. 
And the makers of Quaker Puffed Wheat and Quaker Puffed Rice, those specially delicious, nourishing cereals, invite you to attend. Here's Dick Tracy, Jr., your patrol president now. The meeting will now come to order. Say, wasn't that some ring that Homie Batik gave to Dick? Boy, it has lots of lucky symbols on it. And you should see the secret compartment in it. Dick will be always able to use that ring, won't he? You bet. He can carry secret messages in the hidden compartment. Boy, I wish I had a ring like that. Well, let's get in down to business now, Junior. All right. You know, I almost forgot I'm so excited about that ring. But today, Dick Tracy sends his congratulations to all the patrol members who were promoted to the rank of sergeant this week. You know, Dick wants every boy and girl in the patrol to win promotion to the rank of sergeant. So if you haven't started to yet, look in your secret code book and see how you can be appointed a sergeant so you can wear the big special sergeant's badge, too. But let's not forget, Junior, that Dick Tracy wants every real red-blooded American boy and girl to join the Dick Tracy Secret Service Patrol first. So if you aren't a member now, join right away and show Dick Tracy that you're with him and for him. It's so easy. You just tear off the tops of two packages of Quaker puffed wheat or Quaker puffed rice or one of each. And then put them in an envelope with your name and address printed on a plain piece of paper and mail them to Dick Tracy, Box L, Chicago. Then you're a full-fledged member of the Dick Tracy Secret Service Patrol. And you get your secret code book, your patrol pledge, and your member's badge, all free. So send your two Quaker puffed wheat or Quaker puffed rice box tops to Dick Tracy, Box L, Chicago, fellas and girls. And remember, send the top of the package that says... Three wrappings guard its crispness. There's probably a package or two of Quaker puffed wheat or Quaker puffed rice in the pantry right now. Look to see. But if there isn't, Mother will be glad to get some Quaker puffed wheat or Quaker puffed rice at the grocer's, so ask her to get you some. mother how Quaker puffed wheat and Quaker puffed rice are shot from guns to make them especially easy to digest so that you get their trigger-fast food energy more quickly and easily. Ask her to get some for you. Calling all adventure fans, calling all Dick Tracy fans. Stand by for another exciting Dick Tracy adventure tomorrow at the same time. That is all. the makers of nourishing, delicious Quaker puffed wheat and Quaker puffed rice bring you the thrilling Dick Tracy detective adventures. There go the guns. That's the sound that means lots of delicious, nourishing breakfasts for thousands of wide-awake boys and girls and grown-ups every day. That's the sound you hear when puffed wheat and puffed rice are shot from special guns in the Quaker plant. 
to give you wheat and rice in their most digestible form. The grains are actually exploded to eight times their size. Each tiny, hard-to-digest food cell is unlocked, made specially easy to digest. And that's important, because the easier your food digests, the quicker you get the food energy you need to make you alert in thought and action like Dick Tracy. So tell Mother about that special Quaker process and ask her to get you some Quaker puffed wheat or Quaker puffed rice at the grocer's. Dick Tracy, in search of a black pearl belonging to the Egyptian cult of Osiris, was given a ring containing a secret compartment by Umi Batik, a member of the cult. Batik, whom Tracy had captured, told him that if he found the black pearl, to conceal it in the ring. In our last episode, Dick received a call from Cooper of the Ballistics Bureau, who had been examining a bullet which the doctor had taken from Tracy's leg. It seems that the bullet was peculiar in more ways than one. Will Tracy find the black pearl of Osiris? And what has Cooper discovered about the bullet that makes it so interesting? Our scene, the Ballistics Bureau. Well, Cooper, what's all the excitement about? Uh, Tracy, I've been examining that bullet the doctor took from your leg. You mean the bullet that Humya Vatik fired from Dryden Small's tiny revolver? Why, has Tracy had any other bullets fired into him? No, no. Go on, Cooper. All right. Well, at first I was chiefly interested in examining and photographing the markings on it. And then I decided to open it, to examine the lead more carefully, for weight and material, you know. Yes, yes, go on. That's the usual ballistic procedure. Yes, but this isn't what we usually find. I opened it, and here's what was inside. The Black Pearl of Osiris. Gosh! Then it is the Black Pearl, Tracy? Without a doubt. Well, this is the most amazing thing that's happened to me in a long time. You were carrying the Black Pearl around with you in that bullet and didn't know it. Yes, now I understand why Dryden Small kept that pearl handle revolver near him at all times. Because one of the bullets contained the black pearl of Osiris. Well, there it is. Now, don't forget, you promised to let me keep the bullet for my collection. And that still goes. You can keep the bullet. All right. But I'll take the black pearl. I've got to see that this black pearl gets into the hands of the people it rightfully belongs to. You talk as if that's going to be a hard, hard job. It is, Cooper. Because there are others who also want to get this pearl. By this time, they know that Dryden Small is confined to the hospital that the black pearl is in the hands of another person. It won't take them long to find out that I am that other person. And then I believe the fun will start. Well, what are you going to do with the thing? For the time being, until I contact the people it belongs to, I'm going to hold on to it. Watch. I take the top off this ring, and there you see a secret compartment into which I can place the black pearl. Gosh, Dick, I can't get over that ring. It's a beauty. Now then, I'll put the top on again, and there we are. The black pearl is now reasonably safe until I can put it into the hands of the proper person. That's a very attractive-looking ring, Tracy. I've never seen one like it before. It's more than just attractive. It's a mysterious ring given to Dick by Humi Batik. Batik claims it will bring good luck to you whenever you need it. Yes, yes. I wonder what adventures and troubles will follow in the wake of this black pearl now that I have got it. Well, what do you mean? Well, Cooper, there's a group of men who make their living stealing art treasures. And this black pearl is one of them. These men sell these treasures to wealthy but dishonest collectors. Dryden Small is one of their agents. They know by now that Small is temporarily out of the picture. Why, at this very moment, they're probably plotting just how to get it. Silence. The High Mogul will speak. Gentlemen of the society, we are met here this evening to discuss various matters the most important of which is regaining possession of the Black Pearl of Osiris. With Small in the hospital, how are we going to find the pearl? Are any of you aware of the method Small used for concealing the Black Pearl? I devised the method. 
Until now, it was my secret, mine and Dryden Small's. That black pearl, gentlemen, was molded into a special bullet and placed in a special pearl-handled revolver for safe concealment. And who has that revolver now? Dick Tracy. That means, then, we're going to have a hard time getting it. The pearl-handled revolver no longer interests us. You mean the bullet has been fired? Exactly. And the pearl has been found by the Police Ballistic Bureau. It is now in the possession of Dick Tracy. It is being carried in a special secret ring made for it, called the Ring of Osiris. A secret ring? We have two objectives now. One, the Black Pearl of Osiris. The other, the secret ring of Osiris. I would like to have it in my possession. And how are you going to get it, Mogul? Well, we number among us, as you know, a gentleman from Madagascar. Will you step forward, Remo? I am yours to command, High Mogul. Remo, you came to us with a reputation. You are supposed to be extremely expert with the silken cord. Is that not so? I am proud of my reputation. Well, you will need all your skill and knowledge for, let me warn you, Dick Tracy is no ordinary victim. He's a man of great physical strength and great mental resources. Perhaps he will prove too powerful and clever for you. No one escapes the silken cord of death. How will you go about your work, Remo? I shall bide my time. I shall hide in the rear of Tracy's car at such time when I know he will be alone in that car. But uh, how will you know this? I, sh I shall climb to Tracy's window. I shall keep close check upon Tracy from there. Listen to his conversation. Find out when he is going to use the car alone. And then, High Mughal, I shall conceal myself in the back seat. At the right moment, I will leap upon Dick Tracy. Then we can depend on you? Have no doubt of that. I have never failed. Once the silken cord has fallen, Tracy will be no more. I sing, my critical friend, not because I sing well, but because I feel well. <laughs> yep, I'm very happy tonight. Things seem to be breaking right. A little threat like the, the death hanging over your head doesn't mean a thing, does it? By this time, Pat, you want to know that threats may not mean a thing. Where's the large bath towel? Yeah. Oh, here it is. Besides, showing that you're scared of a threat doesn't happen to be my style. Oh, I can't help wishing this black pearl business was finished. You've got the thing in that ring there, haven't you? Yep, yeah, I have. The junior's eyes shine every time he talks to that ring. By the way, do you really believe this ring brings good luck to the wearer? Well, we'll soon know just how lucky it is. By the way, Dick, when is that friend of Batik's going to come for the pearl? I don't know, Pat. Well, how will you know when he does come? He'll use the secret password that Batik and I have arranged. If he doesn't know the password, well... Then you know he's one of that gang Batik warned you about? Exactly. You know, Pat, this gang that Batik has told me so much about, I'd like nothing better than to get my hands on them, round them up, finish them for good. Well, it's a trick you've done before, Dick, with Blackie Moran and the Baron. Neither Moran nor the Baron were pushovers. Well, neither is this mob. Don't make the mistake of underestimating them. Uh, is the car downstairs? Yeah. I drove it over because I got a date tonight. Hey, hold on. 
my night to use the car. Huh? You had it last night and the night before. Oh, but, Dick, I got a date. Oh, sorry, old man, but so have I, with Ted. I was supposed to have the car last night. I'll let you use it instead. Nope, I'm afraid I'll have to insist on having it tonight. Well, okay, Legree. You can have the chariot. You take so few nights off, anyway. I wouldn't be the pal I want to be if I said anything. See, I promised Tess I'd take her for a drive up the shore road tonight. Perhaps we'll stop off someplace and dance. Hmm. How long has it been since you were on a dance floor, Dick? Why? <laughs> I'll bet you're rusty and out of practice. Oh, I don't know about that. Wait a minute. What was that? What was what? I thought I heard something at the window. Oh? Well, have a look. Hmm. I sure I heard something. Guess I was mistaken. No, Pat. You weren't. Huh? Look there. Where? That flower pot here in the fire escape has been moved. I remember putting it over on this side. Well, maybe someone else moved it. No, I don't think so. Look, the wet spot where the water soaked through. Yeah? If that pot had been moved an hour or so ago, the water would have dried up. It's still wet. That pot was moved less than 15 minutes ago, Pat. Well, what does it mean, Dick? It means, Pat, that I've been spied on. You mean someone's been at this window watching us? And listening to everything we've said. It started. What started? The attempt to get the black pearl of Osiris away from me. How do you know that, Dick? Wait a minute. Hello? Oh, hello, Tess. Yes, yes, dear, I'll be right over. Yes, yes, the car's waiting downstairs. Won't take me more than ten minutes. All right, dear. What? Yes, yes, I know I've been neglecting you, but... And it's nice if you don't understand. Yeah, yeah, it's a grand night for a drive. Right. Goodbye, dear. Now, listen, Dick, be careful, will you? Anything may happen Don't worry, Pat. It'll be all right. But I am worried about you. Well, there's the chariot waiting for you. It's all yours, Dick. Sorry, I've got to deprive you of it, Pat. Can I drop you anywhere? Uh, no, I walk. Not far from Irene's house. See you tomorrow, Dick. Take care of yourself, will you? I've always managed to. Good night, Pat. Night. We know, but Tracy does not, that Remo lies concealed in the back of Tracy's car while the detective drives to Tess Trueheart's home. Will Remo succeed in his devilish scheme? Tracy is on the spot. Well, let's hope the secret ring of Osiris will really guard the pearl for Tracy, because he'll certainly need luck to escape this time. And now for our Dick Tracy Secret Service Patrol meeting, which the makers of tasty, nourishing Quaker puffed wheat and Quaker puffed rice invite every active, alert boy and girl to attend. So stand by, because here's Dick Tracy Jr. now. The meeting will now come to order, and today we have a special announcement for you from Dick Tracy. Yes. Dick has asked us to tell you, patrol members, that he has a big surprise for you. And he's going to tell you all about it on Friday. He won't even tell me now. Nor me. But if Dick has something up his sleeve for all the patrol members, you can be sure it's well worthwhile waiting a few days for. And that's another thing, fellas and girls. If you haven't joined the Dick Tracy Secret Service Patrol yet, do it right away, before Dick Tracy springs his big surprise. Yes, indeed. And listen, patrol members... If any of your friends haven't joined yet, tell them to join now so they won't miss all the fun. Why don't you tell everyone how to join the patrol, Mr. Quaker Man, just in case some of the fellas and girls don't know. All right, Junior. Here's all you do, boys and girls. Just tear the tops off two packages of Quaker puffed wheat or Quaker puffed rice or one of each. 
Then mail the two box tops with your name and address printed on a plain piece of paper to Dick Tracy, Box L, Chicago. Remember the address. It's Dick Tracy, Box L, Chicago. Right. And listen, patrol members, if I were you, I would start saving Quaker Puff Tweet and Quaker Puff Drive box tops right now. You'll be mighty glad you did when Dick Tracy tells us what his big surprise is. As soon as one of those famous red and blue packages of Quaker Puffed Wheat or Quaker Puffed Rice is empty, tear off the top and save it. Be sure it's the top panel that says, Three Wrappings Guard It's Christmas. Look in the pantry today to see if there's some there now. If not, ask Mother to get you some Quaker Puffed Wheat and Quaker Puffed Rice at the grocer's. Those two tasty, trigger-fast cereals are shot from guns, you know, to give you and thousands of other wide-awake boys and girls and grown-ups two of the most delicious, nourishing breakfasts you've ever enjoyed. Calling all adventure fans. Calling all Dick Tracy fans. Stand by for another exciting Dick Tracy adventure tomorrow at this same time. That is all... Makers of Quaker Puffed Wheat and Quaker Puffed Rice, those two delicious, easy-to-digest cereals that are shot from guns, bring you another thrilling Dick Tracy adventure. Hear that? Well, that's what we mean when we say shot from guns. Nourishing grains of wheat and rice are actually loaded into special guns in the Quaker plant. And then the guns are fired, and each grain is exploded to eight times its normal size. That's why puffed wheat and puffed rice look and taste so different from ordinary cereals. But that's not all. If you could look inside a grain of wheat before and after it's shot from the gun, you'd see how each tiny, hard-to-digest food cell is shattered so that all the goodness is unlocked. Then it's specially easy to digest so that you get the trigger-fast food energy much more quickly and easily. And you need lots of that same kind of food energy to be as mentally and physically alert as Dick Tracy is. So join the thousands of happy boys and girls and grown-ups who enjoy a big dish of crisp, delicious puffed wheat or puffed rice every morning. Mother's glad, and so is Dad, to have you remind her of something that tastes so specially good. So look in the pantry, and if there isn't one of those famous red and blue packages there, ask Mother to get you some at the grocer's. The Black Pearl of Osiris... Its theft is Dick Tracy's latest case, was found concealed in a bullet which had been fired into the leg of the great detective. Tracy now carries that pearl in his secret compartment ring, which was given to him by Humi Batik, a member of the Osiris cult. Yesterday, Remo, a member of the society trying to get the black pearl, lay hidden in the back seat of Tracy's car while he drove to Tess Trueheart's apartment. Will Remo succeed in his plan to overpower Dick Tracy? 
The great detective is just stopping outside the apartment house where Tess Trueheart lives. So, I pull up the emergency brake. This is a pretty bad hill. The car should roll. And... No, you don't. Uh, you're a quick tracer, but I. Oh. Uh, there. I surrender. You have me. Give me that cord. Ah, silken cord, huh? Who are you working for? I have nothing to say. Perhaps you haven't now, but you will later. Can you drive a car? Yes. Then get up here and drive this one to headquarters. Remember, I've got a gun on you, so no tricks. So we wouldn't talk, eh, Dick? No, Pat. I couldn't get a thing out of him. No sense trying any further, either. When a fellow like Pat makes up his mind not to talk, you can't get a thing out of him. What I don't understand yet, Dick, is how did you manage to catch him? I could see him coming, Pat. I reached down to pull the emergency brake, and as I leaned back, Remo came up behind me with a silken noose. I saw him in the glass mirror on the dashboard. <laughs> that was lucky. Lucky? Huh. I think it was lucky. Only Batik would say it was the ring that did it. Yeah, most likely. Well, Pat, I'm afraid it's going to take more than luck to win out against the men who are trying to get their hands on this ring and the black pearl that it contains. Well, after tonight's experience, I can believe that all right. They were willing to kill you to get hold of it. This black pearl must be worth a small fortune. Hey, pardon me, Pat. Yes? There's a, a man to see you, sir. Who is he? What's he want? He says he comes from Humi Batik. Ah, send him in. This must be the fellow we've been waiting for, Pat. Mm. The agent from Humi Batik who's to take the black pearl back to Egypt. Oh, come in, please. Thank you, Mr. Tracy. You know who I am. You're a member of the cult of Osiris, is that so? The cult of the scarab? Yes, that is true. Batik tells me you have the black pearl. It is that I have come for. May I have it, please? I can't give you the black pearl just yet. Ah, uh, why is that? You have it in that ring on your finger, have you not? But it told you to keep it in that ring. When I'm protecting something, I do it in my own way, thank you. But you were given that ring for that purpose? Perhaps I believed it would be safer elsewhere. The black pearl... It is here in your office. I can have it for you in a little while. If you'd care to come back, let's say, tonight, about six o'clock, I can have it for you then. You should have kept the pearl in the secret ring of Osiris. There is danger otherwise. If you'll return tonight at six o'clock, I'll be glad to turn the black pearl over to you at that time. Very well, Effendi. I shall return at six o'clock. And now, until that time... Well, Dick, you didn't tell me you'd put the black pearl somewhere else. I thought you were carrying it in the ring. Yes, yes, and I am, Pat. The black pearl is in this ring on my finger now. I didn't say it wasn't there. I merely let him think so. Well, why didn't you give it to him? He said Batik had sent him. He was lying. Batik didn't send him. Lying? How do you know that, Dick? Because he failed to complete the password. You may remember I used the phrase, the cult of the scarab. He was supposed to answer, no, the cult of Osiris the Great. He didn't, Pat. So I knew he was a fraud. Then why'd you let him get away? Why'd you hold him? Oh, we're not letting him get away. We're following him right now. I just wanted to give him time to get out of the office. Come on, Pat. Getting into that cab. Yeah, a taxi. Uh, where to, mister? Follow that cab up ahead. Keep it a safe distance. I don't want them to know we're following. Hey, wait a minute. I don't want to get mixed up in no kind of trouble. I'm Dick Tracy. My badge. Dick Tracy? Holy smoke. Okay, sir, anything you say. Not too close, driver. Stay as far behind as you can. Yes, sir, Mr. Tracy. 
Uh, traffic's pretty thick, Mr. Tracy. Well, don't lose that cab, whatever you do. Nope. She stopped up ahead for a red light. Traffic sure is heavy today. I can just see the top of her. Don't lose her. Hang on to her. Uh, don't worry, I won't lose her. That cab's pulling up to the curb. Hey, that's funny, Dick. What is? Well, this is the ritziest section of town. Yes, yes, I know. Stop here, driver. Okay. Look, Dick. The driver of that other cab is getting out and opening the door of the cab. He looks excited. Yes, yes, there's something wrong. Come on, Pat. Come on. Hey, wake up, will you, mister? Wake up. Hey, hey, come on, guy. Hey, hey what's wrong? Up. What's wrong, driver? Gee, I don't know. This guy's out like a light. It's the guy who was in our office, Dick. Yes, yes, I know. Let me have a look at him, driver. Okay, okay. Yep. He's dead, Pat. He's been shot. Dead? Are you sure, Dick? You mean to say the guy is dead? Gee, he was talking to me only a minute ago. What do you make of it, Dick? Billy confirms my belief, Pat, that we're not dealing with any ordinary gang. Someone very shrewd must be at the head of them. Shrewd enough to anticipate all eventualities. You mean he knew we might follow this guy? Apparently. He wasn't taking any chances. He realized the trick might not come off, and so he had this fellow watched. Those who were watching him realized we were following and managed to kill this man. Probably with an air rifle and that traffic jam we passed through not long ago. Hey, listen, buddy, I, I ain't gonna get in no trouble, am I? Nothing huh? to worry about, driver. You say this is the address he gave you? Yeah, this is the address, all right, Dick. Well, in that case, we're all right, Dick. This must be the headquarters of the gang. I doubt it, Pat. I doubt it very much. He probably gave the wrong address. We'll have a try at it anyway. I'll have every house in this block investigated by the special squad. But I doubt if anything will come of it. I doubt it very much. Tracy, welcome. Welcome to my, uh, my very poor abode. Hello, Batik. Well, you won't be in this very poor abode long. The Board of Inquiry is working overtime on your case. You, you have been very kind, Mr. Tracy. The blessings of Osiris be upon you. Thank you, Batik. By the way, you might be interested to know that an agent of the society tried to get the pearl. Oh, the fiends. They will stop at nothing. I am so glad I gave you that ring. You are carrying the black pearl with you, of course? Yes, yes, it's right here in this ring. I would like to see it, if I may. Oh, certainly. I'll take the top of the ring off and... There. Oh, Sirius, be praised. How wonderful to have the black pearl in our possession once again. Oh, Mr. Tracy, how can I thank you? How can I put into words my gratitude? Don't bother, Batik. I'm only doing what I promised to do. Tell me... When will your agent call on me for the Black Pearl? Oh, very soon. He is busy on other matters at the moment. The way must be made clear for carrying the Black Pearl back to Egypt. When that has been done, he will come to you. <laughs> also, he is engaged on another matter. A matter of great importance to the young man, Junior. Junior? It is obvious you think highly of that youngster. That you have the highest regard for him. Oh, that's true enough. I shall have a surprise for your young friend in a few days, I hope. I am sure he will be very pleased. <laughs> well, you can't tell me about it now, I suppose. Well, uh, don't, no, don't. I think I can guess. Well, Batik, I must leave you now. Depend on it, the Black Pearl is safe in my keeping, and I shall guard it carefully. Farewell, my friend, and many thanks to you for all your kindness. <laughs> Well placed to eat, Dick. 
Are we going to have lobster tonight? Not for you, Junior. Huh? Lobster's just a trifle too hard on a young system like yours. Oh, listen, I'm not a kid anymore, Dick. Well, if you can't have lobster, Junior, Dick and I won't have it either, eh, Dick? Right. We'll have a couple of chops instead. By the way, Junior, Humi Batik told me he'd have a surprise for you in a few days. A surprise for me, Dick? Gee, I wonder what it can be. Well, I dare say you'll find out soon enough. He's a swell guy. Hope nothing happens to him, Dick. So do I. I'm going to make it my business to be in court when the trial comes up. I'm sure you'll be able to help him, won't you, Dick? Well, nothing came for our search this afternoon, as you know, Dick. We went through every house in that block. Rather suspected you wouldn't find anything. I was sure that fellow had given the wrong address. Well, let's forget about the black pearl and everything else for the next hour and enjoy our dinner. Or can we forget? What do you mean, Dick? I mean we're being watched, Pat. Huh? Four different tables around us. Certain shady-looking gentry have not taken their eyes off us. Don't look up now. No, but, but, but what do you think we ought to do? I'm trying to formulate a plan. They're undoubtedly after the ring and the black pearl. We're surrounded, Pat. I can see that now. Well, we've got to do something, Dick. I'll say. Get ready for trouble, Pat. We're going to have plenty of it. We try to leave this restaurant. Surrounded by agents of the man who is trying to gain the black pearl for himself, Dick Tracy, Pat, and Junior are in a pretty bad spot. Will they escape? Well, let us hope so. But now it's time for our Dick Tracy Secret Service Patrol meeting, which the members of Tempting, Tasty, Nourishing, Quaker Puffed Wheat and Quaker Puffed Rice especially invite you to attend. All right, Junior, we're ready. The meeting will now come to order. Say, Junior, has Dick Tracy told you what his big surprise is? No, Mr. Quaker Man, I've tried to guess, but Dick says no to everything I can think of. Same here, but I know it's something really swell from the way he talks about it. It's for all the patrol members, too. Boy, I can hardly wait. Well, you won't have to wait long, Junior. And we ought to be sure that every wide-awake boy and girl joins the patrol before Dick springs his big surprise on Friday. That's right. And you patrol members ought to make sure that all your friends join, too, so they don't miss all our fun. Good idea. And be sure to tell them how to join the Dick Tracy Secret Service Patrol. You remember, you send two Quaker Puff Tweet or Quaker Puff Rice box tops, or one of each with your name and address, to Dick Tracy, Box L, Chicago. Isn't that easy? Then Dick Tracy sends you the secret code book, the patrol pledge, and member's badge, all free. So if you aren't a member now, send your two Quaker Puffed Wheat or Quaker Puffed Rice box tops to Dick Tracy, Box L, Chicago, right away. Look to see if there's some Quaker Puffed Wheat or Quaker Puffed Rice in the pantry right now. And as soon as your packages are empty, tear off the tops and save them for the big surprise Dick Tracy is planning for you. Remember, it's the top panel that says... Three wrappings guard its crispness. And that's right. Those famous red and blue packages are triple sealed to keep the tempting, nourishing grains of Quaker puffed wheat and Quaker puffed rice crisp, plump, and fresh as can be for you. And if you don't see any Quaker puffed wheat or Quaker puffed rice in the pantry now, remind Mother to get some for you at the grocer's. Tell Mother how Quaker puffed wheat and Quaker puffed rice are shot from guns to make them especially easy to digest as well as especially good to eat. She's glad to have you tell her, and you'll be able to start saving your box tops for Dick Tracy's big surprise. Calling all adventure fans, calling all Dick Tracy fans. Stand by for another exciting Dick Tracy adventure tomorrow at this same time. That is all.
Calling all adventure fans, calling all Dick Tracy fans, stand by, Dick Tracy is on the air. This was the clarion call that drew thousands of eager children around their radios to listen to the latest adventures of Dick Tracy, protector of law and order. Begun in 1934, the Dick Tracy radio series was based on Chester Gould's extremely popular noir comic strip of the same name. However, where Gould's essentially police procedural comic fo focused heavily on technology and forensic science, the writers of the radio series presented a more action-oriented good guys versus bad guys guts and glory show for its listeners. Tracy implacably pursued evildoers with the assistance of his loyal sidekicks, never deterred by such impediments as a bullet in the leg, which caused him to limp as he solved the mystery of the Black Pearl of Osiris. Like the comic strip, the radio series included colorfully named characters such as The Unknown, The Mogul, or Number One. The role of Dick Tracy was voiced by four different actors during the show's run. Bob Berlin, Barry Thompson, Ned Weaver, who also voiced Jor-El in the Superman radio series, and Matt Crowley. Earlier episodes of the series were sponsored by Quaker Puffed Oats and Quaker Puffed Rice, shot from guns, a neat tie-in to the gunshots that opened up with each episode. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week.